0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to Behind the Emerald Veil podcast with Mandy and Allison from Soul Star Energy Collective. We are intuitives, healers, teachers, and we just like to talk about spiritual topics and make them relatable because we are also moms and corporate workers and regular people. And, you know, this is accessible to everybody. So thank you for joining us. We hope you enjoy the conversations as much as we do. We can get a bit silly, but it's a lot of fun. So... Yeah. What are we going to talk about today?
1: You get silly.
0: You get silly. (laughs) You make, you make me laugh. You make me laugh. Oh, good. I'm glad. (laughs) That's it. Period. Stop. Period.
1: You make me laugh. We're done.
0: (laughs) Oh, good. Um,
1: we are talking about the in between. Um, Mm. so, you know, I think part of this is relevant because it does feel like a lot of people are kind of in this in between. Um, phase like within humanity like you know a lot of people maybe moving and shifting through things we talked about how like last year was very much the purge and you know with a purge that means you're kind of like letting go of something and moving into something else but there's like that spot that we tend to not think about, or even realize is like, well, while you're letting go of that one and and inviting in that new, there's this like in between this like transition period that it's like, what the hell do I do here?
0: (laughs) Yeah. In this space, the void it's like a void. Cause in this space, when you're between who you were and who you're becoming, it's like, there's lack of clarity, there's confusion. um, It's frustration there. It can just be really uncomfortable. Yes. really uncomfortable so Absolutely. it definitely warrants a discussion because both of us have experienced this stage I think multiple times but also more recently like more significantly mm-hmm. um and then with the different things that we're going through but also like realizing how uncomfortable it can actually be to be in that space yeah
1: yeah, yeah. and I and the recognition is like the biggest thing and sometimes like I always kind of find like You know, when you call something out um, and like bring light to it, then people are like, oh, my God, yes, that's what that is. Like so so sometimes we don't even know what it is. Yeah. and, And it just feels so validating when it can kind of be brought to the light. Like I know for myself, I had pulled a card that was like basically in between. And you had pulled a card for me when I found out that, you know, uh, Kevin was dating somebody else and it was the in-between. And and it was just, for me, it was like this reassurance, like Mm -hmm. like that there was something to explain this feeling. And um, and that you have been seen in a sense, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, to kind of validate how you've been feeling. And I find like the in between is very related or re- relates directly to the concept of a death and a rebirth. So we talk about like you know, there's that crumbling. You can sometimes pull the card, the Tower card. That is like when kind of your foundation has been rocked a little bit and something has shifted in your life where it's kind of forced you to change. Whether that's like a divorce or a separation or you know, a, the loss of a job or the loss of a loved one, or, you know, and it doesn't always have to be traumatic for me. I left my job or, you know what I mean? Like there was these little crumblings that happen throughout our life, which would be the death part of, you know, who we were. And then, you know, we'd have to transition into who we're becoming, which would be the rebirth. But through that in-between phase is where the rebirth happens. So it's yeah. hard.
1: And it's actually like, like you
0: said, it doesn't have to be
1: a traumatic thing. Like, absolutely not. Um, The in-between can definitely be like when you're going through a spiritual awakening or Mm -hmm. when you're going through um, healing and a personal transformation. So, you know, I would say spiritual awakening and personal transformation go hand in hand, but not everybody goes through a personal transformation. transformation and has a spiritual awakening Uh, and you know when we're kind of if we're working on ourselves and we're trying to heal things and stuff that we are changing who we Mm -hmm. are fundamentally and we Mm -hmm. are moving into a better version or hopefully a better version of ourselves and so that there's not a so there's no trauma or anything attached to that um But it doesn't uh, take away the uncomfortableness or even the grief Mm -hmm. of releasing an old, outdated version of yourself. So even though you can see it and be like, you know what, I don't want to be that person anymore. Uh, I want to be this person. There still is this grief, this death attached to that version that you're kind of Closing that chapter um and letting go even if you don't even want to be a part of that chapter anymore there's still that kind of like closure and grief mm-hmm. of like that's who i used to be and this is who i'm going in to be and and during that transition can feel uncomfortable because it, you kind of like it's like you flip-flop between that old version of yourself and the new version of yourself and you haven't mm-hmm. really truly anchored into either one yet. yeah you know, it right?
0: is you're right I, I like how you say that because it is like you're you're kind of standing in the middle like it's almost like you're on this island like that picture that we saw um that card that we pulled it it depicted this as you know you're on this island in the middle of two large masses of land mm. and there's a bridge on each side to this island and you stand and exist in this island and you know when we're reading somebody we can see where they're at within the in between because it sort of feels like they're closer to that old that old that first um mass of land and then they have crossed the bridge and they're now standing on The island and they're more pulled to that side, but then you can tell when somebody's almost through this in between because they feel more pulled to the light like to the other side. Mm -hmm. Um, And when I was connecting for you um, right when we were doing that because you're in this in between phase where you know you're releasing an old version of yourself and you're stepping into a new version of yourself like this old version married a wife connected, dependent, like all these things. And now you're single, you're independent, you're like, you're just moving into uh, a different version of yourself. And for when I was reading this for you, I could see that you were closer to the other side but Mm there's still like, you're still looking back at that old side. Do you know what I mean? And some people will tiptoe back and forth between the two. Um, but it just depends on how long you've been sitting in this in-between phase, what type of things you're doing to move through this in-between phase. Um, how often you're connecting to that newer version of yourself. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like there's a lot of things that you can do to help you transition through.
1: Absolutely. And I even think with that too, it's like, even like situational, like s- scenarios, like when I think of that, like my old version, my new version, and it's like, you know, I can kind of be in my own little bubble and, you know, I'm, I'm in my new place and I'm, I'm here and I'm, I'm living a different existence. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not like you can just like cut off that old part of your life, because obviously I have children obviously I still see, um, my ex-husband, their dad and all of that. And so in that sense, it's like, uh, energetically you still are. It's like, it's, it's really like hard because it's like, you can get really pulled into that old version. Cause you're not really like severing and completely letting go of that version as you're like changing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, it's like so hard to kind of like balance that or, and I've said that to you before where I'm like, Oh my God, like I, I literally see two worlds. <laughs> <laughs> like, like there's times that I'm like, Oh, I see this world. And then like where I'm at right now and where I'm living in this, this existence. And then I, but I see the other one and I, and I literally feel like I can jump in between both at the same time. And it's, and that they both exist at the same time. Mm-hmm. Right? They Literally both are existing at the same time. Yeah. Uh, And, you know, and I think with like, and you're so right in the sense of how long to stay in this in between, it truly does kind of like depend on you in the sense of the healing, um, the facing the things, you know, the more we avoid it, the more we kind of, you know, balance between these two versions where Mm -hmm. if we're facing it and, you know, as things come up and, and you deal with them, um, it, it is kind of like in a way like just another piece coming off of that old version and releasing so mm-hmm. allowing you like it's like tethered right yeah like it's like energy yeah. tethered and it's like one energy cord from that old version of you is just like broke away and so now mm-hmm. you only have five energy cords or whatever it is.
0: <laughs> only five more strands to go yeah <laughs> just chop 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 Well, that brings up a good point. Like you can, we can move through this in between phase either in the light or in the shadow, right? And so when we talk, when we talk about being in the light and the shadow, so if you're moving through an in between phase where like something happened in your life and it's transitioned you into like you know releasing and moving into a newer version or a different version of yourself, hopefully a better version of yourself. But um, if you're kind of like you're going to notice that things are coming up that are triggering you. Or, um, you know, there's opportunities that you're you might be struggling mentally or um, dealing with some anxiety or some depression, like not that saying that these are shadows that you're moving through. But these are things that you need to um, that you're being asked to look at so that you can move through it in the light, because when we avoid this healing and these things, that's when you're moving through this period of time in the shadow. It doesn't mean that you're moving through it in the shadow. If you are struggling with that sort of stuff, you're moving through it in the shadow. If you avoid dealing with that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't you agree?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, and the thing, and I also think like the shadow is not a bad thing. Like depression is a shadow. Um, Healing is a shadow and it's having that courage Mm -hmm. um to face those shadows because you know the shadow isn't that's the thing it's not a bad thing Mm -hmm. it's just a thing that is an opportunity to heal Mm -hmm. and um you know and being able to kind of have that courage and take on that personal power to be like you know what I I am strong enough to do this like I can do this Mm -hmm. I can sit with this uncomfortableness um, for a period of time. So, you know, it's that, um, yeah. And, and like, even in that sense, like you, you contribute to your suffering, the more you avoid it. Right. Cause you're just, you're just literally like, just like putting it in a backpack, and bringing and it on carrying,
0: journey, yeah. yeah, it's like you're carrying this heaviness along with you. But yeah. if you were to just face it, you'd be able to release some of it, and then you come around and you face it again, and then you release more of it, and then eventually it gets lighter and lighter, and then you're moving into that that stronger, that newer version of yourself. And so, I just want to talk about some of the ways that we've done this. So when I, you know, I can equate to this in between phase for myself when I release the mortgage specialist job last year. And I moved into, um, into this newer, different job that I'm doing. And there's been a lot of healing I'd done throughout 2023 it was a huge healing year for me. There was many, many, um, things that came up for me that were triggered by that shift, mm-hmm. um, that came up for me that whole year was really challenging because I was like, I had to face, I was forced to face Some of these um, ways of like beliefs that I had, these programmings that I had, um, some energetic heaviness, like uh, some, some sadness, like just some confusion and and lack of clarity. Like these are all things that I had to move through. Mm -hmm. Um, And the way that I did that, you know, there was different, lots of different ways that I did that. And it was dependent on what it was that I was coming forward. Um, but the way that I did that for myself was, you know, before the shift happened, I was doing therapy. Like I was working with a therapist, um, and you know, she would take me through meditation and she was, she was a different type of therapist. I think she calls herself a somatic therapist, but either way, it really worked wonders for me. And then I made the shift. She helped me make that decision, I guess. And then I made the shift and then, um, and then all of these other things came up. So it was a lot of reflection, um, you know, when I didn't want to um, maybe acknowledge that that was a shadow or that way of thinking was, or that, uh, belief system that I had was causing an issue or me- keeping me stuck or maybe blocking growth for me in one way or another. So those are the hard ones. Cause you never want to admit that the way that you are is, um, actually causing more harm than good. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or holding you back. Or (laughs) or holding me back. And it's all because of the way that just the way that I'm thinking or the way that I believe or my mindset or, you know, that sort of stuff. So there was like lots of little itty bitty things like micro things that I had to move through last year. So reflection, first of of all, I guess, catching it. Do you know what I mean? Catching it and being like, oh, that's, that's something that I should probably look at. And then actually taking the time to look at it. And when I say look at it, it's literally reflecting on it and then trying to dig deep, like you always say, go like a deeper layer, a deeper layer, a deeper, deeper layer to try to find out the root cause of it. Some of the root causes, you know, go back to past life stuff. Thankfully, I have the skill set to be able to view my past lives and do some work in in the Akashic records. Yeah. Some of it is just programs from this lifetime, you know, parents, um, school, society, work, like all that sort of stuff. But there's a lot of like reflecting that's going on. There's journaling, you know, there's energetic work that I'm doing. So those are all skills that I, I have. But if you don't have the skill set to go into the Akashic records or to do energy work for yourself, um, you know, you can start with reflection or, or therapy or whatever. And then when you feel called, if you feel called to, to learn how to do the energetic stuff, it can be very supportive too. But what are some of the ways that you have been moving through your in-between?
1: Well, before, before I go there, I might, you've touched on a few things like, um, one, the shadows. Um, It's, it's funny because there's different like layers of shadows yeah right? so that we can say like um moving through something in the shadows or maybe the wounded or whatever where it's like you're avoiding and there's like that aspect of a shadow. Mm-hmm. Then there's the aspect of a shadow of something we do not want to admit about ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's the a- the aspect of a, a shadow that is linked to a trauma or or mm-hmm. something like, so when we kind of say shadows, it's kind of different like layers of that. So it's kind of like, doesn't necessarily be like, oh, like my ego is my shadow or it's always a bad thing. Like sometimes it's just unhealed, portions of ourselves or a a trauma within ourselves it's a shadow hidden it's just something that we've hidden away or we just don't want to deal with and we're trying to bring it forward and you know when you say like um the the first thing is to like acknowledge it um, but also on top of that it's being willing to Mm. accept it about yourself because it is really hard to accept something about yourself that maybe you don't view as you know appealing um and that's really hard to be honest with yourself and to really accept it mm-hmm. and so like allowing yourself to really just be true and honest with yourself and be like actually yeah actually yeah yeah i can be judgmental or whatever it is you yeah. know we never want to believe that we're bad <laughs> and I put quotations, right? But like that's how society, like you know, categorizes good and bad, right? So like if you're egotistical, you're bad, <laughs> and if you're this, you know, you're good, and and that in itself is a whole slew of programming,
0: yeah. Um,
1: and that's kind of like where we will place a shadow on something because of how society has dubbed that thing as being yeah. a bad thing, um, you know for for myself with like the or I guess the in between part of it. Well, and it's so funny because I feel like I feel like um this in between had started during my spiritual awakening. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I have kind of like in a sense been in this in between because I'm shifting and changing as a person fundamentally. Yeah. And um and I've chosen to work on myself and I've chosen to start dismantling old programming and all of that. And with making that choice, um, you know, it comes down to like you changing fundamentally as a person and what you believe in and what you'll accept and what you won't accept. And, you know, me realizing that I definitely was a chronic people pleaser still still at like again this this words in between uh (laughs) we're working a work in progress uh (laughs) come back when I'm uh fully anchored
0: (laughs) which will be when we're like yeah about to cross
1: over (laughs) yeah yeah it's when I see the light
0: (laughs) (laughs) um but you know like I
1: I during that spiritual awakening time, like there was so much in between because there was such like, and I think that's like a really big one, I would actually say, um, when we're actually like fundamentally changing our belief systems Mm -hmm. and who we are and who we want to be. And like, really like going on that healing journey because it's like these light bulb moments happen where all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, why do I let people do this. Why do I let people walk all over? Why do I, and it's like, it's like this, like, holy crap. And, and it's not like you can just say like, Oh my God, why do I do that? I'm never doing that again. No, because that's literally has been part of the building blocks of made you who you are today. Yeah. So it's takes time to, um, dismantle that and, and let it go. And so for people in the outside world around you, all of a sudden they may see you and, you know, say let's do this and you're like sure cool no problem and then the next time they're like say the same type of thing and you're like oh no I don't want to and it's like <laughs> what
0: I don't and have the time for that I
1: don't, I don't have the time for that and then the, maybe the next time they see you they try again and then you're like sure no problem and so then like you look foot floppy That's because you're you're in this you know trying to navigate what you want to uh keep what you want to let go mm-hmm. and what you're kind of like morphing into and and I remember many times, like saying to to my mom or my parents, because like during that kind of time of tr- tr- you know change that I was making the biggest changes. Like, obviously, oh, I continue to, but like you said, that first one is really big, yeah, and uh, and that was really big. But so now all these little mini changes is not as big to everybody around me because I'd already done the big one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember that you know that there was this fear of like, what's happening? Like you're changing. What's going on? And and I said, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I am changing. And I'm like, but I'm changing to the 2.0 version of myself. Mm-hmm. Like it's a good thing. I'm changing for the worse and changing for the better. And, and it was like, so that you don't need to be scared.
0: Yeah. And sometimes when we do our growth and our inner work, it does, um it does scare the, the people closest to us because, you know, we're essentially shifting the foundation of our relationships at the same mm-hmm. time when we fundamentally do that, like do that fundamental work for ourselves um and, and grow, you know, spiritually and you know, I guess mentally personally. and all that, personally, oh. mm-hmm. all that stuff. So yeah, when things are like, when things do shift people and people close to you, they'll notice. Yeah.
1: And it's uncomfortable. Right. Mm-hmm. And also that you shifting could, um, dismantle their foundation a bit, or well, even it- dismantle their thought process. And sometimes People are not ready to,
0: to have that. Well, and yeah. And then I'm just kind of hearing like that relationship goes into the in-between too, mm-hmm. because you're, because you're changing, you're shifting the way that relationship exists. Yeah. So now this relationship needs to move through the in-between as well to see how it's going to evolve into a newer version of that relationship. And that's when we see some relationships just sort of fall to fall away. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. we talk about how like, we will, as we raise our vibration and do our healing, some, you know, we just don't match f- frequency-wise with mm-hmm. some people in our lives. And that's because that's part of the process, you know, like mm-hmm. that relationship has to evolve and change as we do. And if it's not going to, then it's gonna fall away. And that's okay. That's yeah. Okay. Well, and, and that's exactly
1: what happened with my marriage, right? Mm-hmm. Like that uh is a perfect example of that. And and it's and it's so funny because I think like the old that Allison back when I remember I remember having this conversation with you um like we were talking about all the concepts and stuff and even the concepts of losing people in your life or Mm -hmm. you know something they're going to fall away and that that version was like no I don't want that I'm like yeah who would want to do that no you don't want to but you know and I would have been so scared if somebody had said like yeah if you if you choose this road (laughs) this is what's going to happen. And I'd be like, I, you know, back then I'd be like, well, then I'm not choosing it, yeah. <laughs> but I like, but that would have, that came from a place of fear. Yeah. Um, and the, a place of unknowing. And, and, you know, now looking back um, I actually, as hard as it can be on the human level at times, for sure. I, I also look back and I'm like, I, there, I have gratitude for it. Um, yeah. cause it's taught me so much mm-hmm. and, um, I've grown so much and I'm continuing to grow. And I truly feel like now that I can reflect, and this is where reflection is such a beautiful tool to have, um, because we truly learn when we, ref- in reflection, that is when we, yeah. we learn And it, it during it's really hard. Hindsight is
0: twenty twenty.
1: you see it all. And, <laughs> and so you have that ability to see it all. So like take advantage of that because that is how we learn. And, um, you know, when I look back and I think as hard as it all was and still is at mm-hmm. times, um, I'm like looking at, I feel like this has put me on this journey of truly learning how to love myself. Mm. And, and this has been I've said that from the very beginning that one of my biggest lessons is um, self-love and self-worth and and all of that. And so I've been, you know, aware of that and working on it and working. And this truly feels like I can just feel it in my bones and I'm seeing it that I'm like, ah, this is all playing out because this is equipping me to truly um, heal, and work on that part of me that I don't need anybody to fill um, any hole within me. Uh, I don't need external validation. Like I should be able to pull that from myself Mm -hmm. and truly know who I am um, at a core and that be enough. And um, and that has, I've I've seen the progression in myself um, in in that aspect. And so it's like, even though it's like, oh my God, like scary thing. Like I don't want my marriage to end or anything like that. Yeah. It's also a beautiful gift at the same time because it is propelling you forward to, if you choose to pick the, that up, mm-hmm. it's propelling you forward to shift and change and grow as a person and heal.
0: Well, even as a, that's part of your soul evolution. So it's not even just as a person, but as yeah. a soul.
1: Yeah, you're right. Yeah. As a soul. Yeah. Cause yeah if I chose to ignore it all and, and all of that, then it would be what it is. Um, and yeah, it wouldn't be as much of a soul growth or expansion on, on that aspect. Mm-hmm. And I'd probably come back and do it again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's such a, it's such an odd thing to like conceptualize that the fact that you can be grateful for probably one of the hardest parts of your life mm-hmm. um but also in the sense knowing at the same time like you are growing and becoming a better version of yourself so it's just like a it's a mind fuck.
0: <laughs> well it's it's the perspective shift i think because you know as we learn and grow and develop and you know s- spend more time in this vibration and in this space um we are easy it's easier for us to see those that perspective you know what I mean? Oh, so much easier. And to be able to pull up and pull out and see that like the purpose is the lessons and the growth and the evolution and like how it's affecting you personally, but also at a soul level, but also how it might be affecting the other people involved with their soul growth and their evolution. Um, but when you're not in that space and you're moving through it, you know, just as like a regular human who has no idea about vibration or healing mm-hmm. or anything, it's it's tough. It's It's so tough. And that's, that's where like the anger and the frustration and the confusion, like in the, in you stay stuck in that energy. And, you know, we talk about that vibration, like that chart of consciousness by David R Hawkins. Mm -hmm. And there's like the, he measures the frequency of emotions and the lower frequencies are frustration, anger, um grief like like all of the all of the the heavy emotions are low mm-hmm. low vibration and mm-hmm. then you know switching in from into gratitude can switch you into the higher frequencies of like acceptance and joy and love and all that sort of stuff and you know the name of the game is to raise your frequency mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. you know when you're when you're i guess when you're doing this type of work or you're actively reflecting and doing the healing and all that sort of stuff it's easier to stay in that higher frequency mo- the majority of the time
1: yeah well and it's and it and again understanding that feeling the grief is needed um so like in in that sense of that chart um mm-hmm. you know yes grief and anger and all that is is lower frequencies
0: um, we just don't want to get stuck in it.
1: We just, yeah. It's just being able to pull ourselves up, but it's like, mm-hmm. but also do not avoid that. No, like, absolutely. Yeah. Be angry. Have those moments, you know, fully feel your grief, mm-hmm. Um, allow that to pass through you Um, so that you can move into, you know, this higher frequency. And I think like there's, there's a lot of people that um, you know, within the spiritual community or are curious about spirituality and stuff can get really hung up on that yeah frequency thing and being like oh my god like I can't be good all the time and I can't be smiling all the time I can't be happy all the time but I want my frequency to be high and and it's like no you're definitely <laughs> not meant to like you know all of those times and and I'm not saying I'm an expert at any means um uh, with having my frequency high, but I would say I do live a life that majority of the time I am an optimist. I am joyful. To, you know, people can be dis- annoyed by it. I don't care. Um, <laughs> Stop being so fucking happy, out. So bubbly. I'm, I, re- I remember a friend. Well, a friend now, but when I met her for the first time, um, and I'd gone to it was like you know when you go to a new job and you're meeting everybody and And I remember like afterwards uh, when we actually became friends and there was this point, I was like, what did you think of me when, you know, came in, you know, how you ask people like, what did you first think about me? And I've never asked anybody that. Well, no, they were asking me and then I asked them, they were like, what did you think of me when, and I was, you know, and I was like, oh yeah, when we first met, like, I thought you were scary or whatever, you know? Okay. Yeah. And so then it was like, what about me? And then she was like, oh, you're bubbly. And she was like, and I was kind of like, what's going on here? (laughs) She's a little too much. She's too much. And I was like, oh God. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I can, I can see that because I just, you know, especially Mm -hmm. if I'm uncomfortable, then I'm like, totally like, hi, how are you? Or if it's like a new person coming in, like a new employee, I always, I never, I want to make people feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. And so I very much can be like, hi, how are you? And I'll do whatever, you know?
0: <laughs> like, play around, just just to and make and dance, you make yeah. you laugh, <laughs>
1: make you laugh, make you comfy, get comfy. <laughs> um, and sometimes people are like, that makes me more uncomfortable, right? <laughs> totally. Oh, so whatever. I should just hug everybody. But uh, you know, <laughs> I definitely would say like, but I uh, majority of my being, I am, you know, on the more of a positive side. Mm-hmm but I absolutely definitely could sit there and get into the lower vibrations. I can,
0: I can move in and out of it so fast. (laughs) Well, that's the, I think, I think that's a trick though. Not the trick, but the, the point, like we are, we are still human and we're living a human experience. And this is one of the messages that I got from my guides when I was going through this year of healing was a lot of times I was being really hard on myself for, you know, certain aspects of what it was that I was healing or moving through. And they're like, it's okay. Like you're still human. You're having a human experience. Mm -hmm. This is just a part of being human. It's okay that you're super emotional. Like don't be, that's part of, that's part of who you are. Like literally it's part of who you are. So it's not, that's not a shadow. That's not something you have to heal. That is just Mm -hmm. who you are. You need to surrender, accept, blah, blah, blah. But there is a process of, you know, you, you do dip into those, those lower frequencies, and again, like you said, that's part of that you have. We have to do that. We're not. Nobody's ever going to go through life and and if you are existing in like gratitude, love, joy, hundred percent of the time, wow. likely. It's Well, likely it's not actually authentic because mm-hmm. you're probably just avoiding, avoiding. There's avoidance. What things yeah. that, are, that are happening that you're not wanting to like look at or dip down to, right? So you're just kind of like hovering up here and you're not willing to go into that low frequency to, to check out what it is that needs to be checked out. I had a friend that was doing that and she was just fake happy all the time. I could tell it was fake happy. I don't know that she knew she was being fake happy, but it was like she just yeah. wasn't, avo- she was just avoiding all the things that, you know, dip you down into that low frequency, but it is necessary to go into those low frequencies. Cause that's, is where you're going to do the healing. Right. We're not going to be joyful and happy and full of love when we're healing an aspect of ourselves that is a super dark space or traumatic, you know,
1: (laughs) that's not going to happen. Mandy's gone into turbo mode guys.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm watching your lips.
1: uh,
0: (laughs) (laughs) You can tell the spirit speaking through me when I start to speak quickly and clearly. Or you're just being passionate. Um,
1: <laughs> it's so funny. I, uh, there was something you said. And it like, I was like, mm. Yeah, like the pretending. So there's a real balance um, in that with where is the balance of truly trying to see the best in everything um, and but not avoiding. And I think that there.
0: Yeah, it's a real that's a real line. Well, I think it's, it goes back to that perspective piece, right? So yes, we can go through those difficult periods and the grief and the sadness and the frustration and the anger. But then again, how long are you going to stay in that? Because it's almost like I see it as like a vortex of energy that just sucks you down if you allow it to suck you in. And Mm -hmm. then you just kind of stay stuck there. And I was there in that space you know, from 2014 to 2020, maybe 2023, Mm -hmm. like when I was, you know, in that mortgage specialist role and I was hustling and I was grinding and I was a busy parent and trying to like climb the corporate ladder and like all of these things, I existed in frustration and anger and sadness and confusion. You know what I mean? Like that was Mm -hmm. where my frequency was the majority of the time. Majority, yeah. And then since, that since I started doing this a uh, work and awakening, and you know I'm 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 not hooked into that frequency any longer. I've unhooked, and I now exist in this higher frequency the majority of the time. Mm-hmm. But there's definitely times where I dip down to do the work, and then I can pull myself out.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, and another point, like you know, talking about the. Talking about like accepting yourself of who you fundamentally are, you know, like when you, when you say like for yourself, like being like getting down on yourself for being sensitive and all those things. And it's like, no, accepting yourself for, for who you are and stuff. Um, there's like an aspect of that too, that, but it also means it doesn't mean that you can't shift
0: mm-hmm.
1: how you approach things. So like yeah. in the sense, okay, so you know, for myself, I can be an energetic, bubbly person and, you know, fuck it to everybody. If you don't like energetic, screw it. This is me. I don't give a shit. No, that's not how you work through life. Um, you know, okay. That's good. That's me. But is there a responsibility on myself to, you know, maybe if somebody's just lost uh, a loved one, I'm not going to go in and be like,
0: this is my personality. And I don't
1: care. Yeah, and, and I'm going to be like, come on, like, whatever, you know, you're going to, you, there's like that responsibility of like, so there's again, that balance of accepting who you are, but also realizing how you are affects other people. Doesn't mean how you are is a bad thing or that you should be, you shouldn't like that, that part of you. It's like, but accepting that, you know, how do I work this part of me into, other people, you know, like my, you know, our signs, all of our signs, like there's, there's certain, uh, character, um, characteristics in astrology connected to your sign. And it's like, okay, a Scorpio might be someone that can be harsh at times and that's just who they are. But then it's like, how do you work with that energy Mm -hmm. so that you can still be that person, but also, um, I don't even know, like uh not have it define you or in that sense, right? Like, you know, I know my sister, she's an Aries, and she's very um stubborn. No, no, that's my son, Taurus. Oh. Taurus, he's <laughs> oh, stubborn. Taurus is stubborn. <laughs> yeah. No, Aries is very uh, they're very um what the hell is that? Like, oh my god, I'm gonna cut my hair short. What's that? Spontaneous? Spontaneous, yes. To the point that sometimes it's like, whoa, what just happened here Uh, type of thing. And so, you know, what a beautiful thing to be spontaneous at times, but there also can be a shadow in that spontaneity, you know, where you're like, there's not that anchor or the Taurus with the, you know, the damn stubbornness. um, There is a light to that where it's like, you know what, you hold strong Mm -hmm. to your beliefs, but at the same time well, there's duality in everything. Yeah. You need to be also try to be a bit more flexible, Mm -hmm. you know, like, and I look at that with like Tanner and I'm like, you know what? Yes, good. I'm glad that he can hold his own. But then at the same time, I'm like, Ooh, but I can also
0: see the shadow of that. He could hold himself back. Right. Won't. Yeah. So I think you have to be aware, you know, you have Mm -hmm. to be aware of the shadow aspects of, who you are fundamentally and the light aspects of who you are fundamentally, Mm -hmm. you know, and again, we are human. We are going to experience the duality. So in everything, and and that Mm -hmm. includes in who we are. So, you know, and as we transition into, you know, through the in-between phase and into who we're becoming, you know, potentially you'll be connecting with that lighter side mm-hmm. of your of who you are fundamentally as more you tr- more as more. you more more as you progress and heal and grow and evolve and all those lovely yeah. things so it's like
1: a, le- a like as you move through your shadows or move through your aspects of yourself and it's like loving and accepting yourself every part of the way mm-hmm. the good and the bad the good and the bad I hate that shit the 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 polar whatever it is you know because is there really like who defines good and bad, but, you know, loving yourself along the messy and the, you know, whatever mm-hmm. it is. And, but at the same time, like continuing to improve who you are and how you show up and, you know, all of those things. Like if you're somebody who's very emotional um, and, you know, has outbursts, so emotion not just doesn't mean just crying, emotion can be anger, emotion can mm-hmm. be all the things, you know, being able and it's like, yeah, that's who you are fundamentally as a person. And that 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 is that is great. And that is, and there's beautiful parts to that. But we can always improve and work on parts of ourselves that is like, okay, maybe I don't need to yell. (laughs) But that's how I feel. And that's just emotional. And it's like, no, no, we can work on ways to be like, okay, well, I guess I don't really need to do it this way. I could do it this way. It doesn't take away from who you are as a person mm-hmm. but you're like up leveling that 2.0 version you know mm-hmm. and, and I'm always looking at myself going you know I'm always reflecting maybe to a fault
0: um <laughs> but that's part of you, that's part of who you are fundamentally it, it right is, your you know? Gemini energy I like reflect reflect um <laughs>
1: but I'm also I look at that as like the fault would be that I can overthink things Mm -hmm. but then the positive in that is that I will rationally look at things and I have no problem calling myself out you know so when I'm reflecting let's just say when I with some friends I always seem to do my little debrief (laughs) reflection in my head of the night. Lots of people do that. Um, and (laughs) I don't do that. (laughs) Yes, you do. Don't you like think back of the night and be like, "Oh, what were they saying there? Oh man, I didn't pick up on that, but I should have said this or whatever. I don't know. It (laughs) it it can be a shadow in the sense like if you like bury yourself with like I should have, I should have, but you know there can also be a healthy reflection of like looking at that and there's many times that I'll sit there and be like, ooh, I think I dominated the conversation a bit too much there. Okay. And I'm going to be aware of that uh, next time. So, you know, in that sense, I'm not, I'm not dismissing who I am. Yeah. I can sit there and I can talk all night. I am being, um, cognitive of the people around me and that, and I called, you know, in my head, yep. You talked way too much, Allison." Next <laughs> Time, (laughs) let's be aware and give other people space. And so, you know, so this is where you can work with that energy and like be that, you know, where you can still be you, but also like a better version or whatever of you. And, and I kind of feel it kind of feels exciting in a way. Mm -hmm. Maybe looking at the in between at times Mm -hmm. as exciting, like who do I
0: get to become? Cause you're transforming, right? Yeah. Like who am I, I get to choose be? how I show up. I know. So we can get so hooked into like the hard aspect of the in-between, like how yeah. confusing it is and how, how like unknown, but also that unknown can be flipped into excitement and curiosity. And that is something that I switched in the fall. Well, I guess yeah. it was later fall, closer to the winter where I was in this in-between and I was like, it was hard and I was really connecting to that hard aspect of it but then I'm like you know what I'm really curious of who it is that I'm stepping into and I flipped it from that Mm -hmm. frustration to curiosity and that's how I moved out of it Mm -hmm. I swear it's exciting it (laughs) It is exciting it there
1: and to be able to pull on that excitement even in the sense of like changing yourself fundamentally and how you view things like it's kind of like ooh, what else can I do in that sense like what yeah. else can I transform and transmute and and change and whatever and that's so exciting to be able to yeah. to do that and you know you look at yourself uh three years ago
0: mm. to who
1: you are now and I know I look at myself three years ago to who I am now and I I couldn't have written Mm-hmm. what that would have looked like because yeah. I would have been like bullshit. I call it yeah. bullshit. Yeah. There's <laughs> no like, way. There's bullshit that I'd be talking on a podcast. That's bullshit that I'd be doing, you know, intuitive readings or all of that or four years ago. I don't even remember how long has it been.
0: It's, <laughs> it's been, been a been, it's been a while now. It's been a
1: while. Um but it's like, you know, that's the exciting thing is like you can't even predict like yeah what you're going to be and know. like how and I think it's exciting to think. I feel like my strength as a person has grown so much over, you know, mm-hmm. these last four or five, six years, that um, it makes me really excited to think like, what else can I kind of persevere and work through and become the better version? Yeah. Like I'm excited for the version of Allison that accepts her body exactly the way it is, that doesn't need to be validated by anybody else I don't need somebody to say you're pretty or I don't need somebody to uh you know some a man to show interest in me to validate like okay okay but if he doesn't show interest well I must be terrible or ugly whatever <laughs> all of that stuff like those things like I'm, I can't wait like I'm looking forward to that and I and I feel like I'm in that transition right now mm-hmm. that I can be free of that so in a sense it's kind of like in a fun exciting adventure
0: yeah and I like how you how you do that because we sort of did this for our business in the in the fall as well so like the in-between doesn't necessarily mean like you like it can be many different things like you can be in the in-between phase when you're pregnant like you're in between being you know a non-parent to a parent you know what I mean like your business can be in the in between and we experience that like as you move into transition into a new year or you're transitioning out of a core cohort and into a new cohort for example Mm -hmm. and instead of for us and think instead of getting so stuck on like filling our um, course or, or whatever it was we really worked on releasing that need to fill the course and we stepped into an energy of curiosity as to who's going to join us in january what's that going to look like what is yeah who what group is coming together like who are we going to connect with like it was more of an excitement and um a curiosity as opposed to like a fear of like not filling a course and it didn't even matter if it was 20 people if it was two people if it was 30 people if it was 10 people it was just like who do we get to connect with who do we get to to um teach who do we get to like who is it going to be where we're just very curious it, very curious and it helped us release the um that 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 uh, energy of fear
1: yeah and it's like who, who's going to come in and and what are they going to teach us because you know, looking at that in every aspect, it's like we're also learning from mm-hmm. these new souls. Um, you know, Mandy and I like when we do joint readings, um, we just did one the other, well, actually we're gonna be presenting it soon, but we did one the other day. And, you know, the fact that these some of these people are brought to us and are, are seeking our wisdom to tell them or teach them something by, you know, asking us to read for them. But at the same time, it's so cool when that soul is actually teaching us, mm-hmm. you know, and we walk away from that going, oh my God. And we've said, oh, we said it to many people were like, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, because your soul actually decided to come in and teach us something. Mm-hmm. And so there's always that like exchange in that sense. So like the new students, it's not about, you know, having, what are we going to do if we don't have enough people sign up? And what's that going to look like? Like, we kind of are just like, you know what? It is what it is. And we deal, we, we deal with it and we work with it, however it is. And we know that however the cards land, it's the way it's meant to be. Mm-hmm. And in that opportunity of changing how we do something or how we view something or anything like that. So it may yeah. not turn out the way we thought or wanted or expected but that's that whole surrendering because if we box in how we want something to look because we were talking like with the business and taking the walls off yeah um, in that sense now trying to understand exactly what that means (laughs) it's sometimes hard Um, but I think with like anything you know as I'm saying this I'm like taking the walls off means literally going into surrender and allowing the universe to take over mm-hmm. that if we place our walls up of, well, this is the way I want it to be, you know, and did you like that little like yep. box? Bo- of,
0: a Vogue.
1: Bo- 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 did <laughs> I do that? <laughs> yeah. Vogue, Vogue, Vogue. You know, us like having that contained and like, the, like this is the way it needs to be moving forward. And I feel secure with yeah. it this way. Yeah. Um, in a way like it's you're getting in the universe's way and it's so funny because I literally was having this conversation with a client at the bank today (laughs) before I came here to to uh do this and we were talking about that like saying like you know the moment we start to interfere and put in our own stipulations is like the universe is like dude well you've just like Completely blocked me. If you can yeah. just get the hell out of the way, take the walls off. Yeah. And allow me to do my magic, then I will do it. Yeah. And so that's kind of like with the business where it was like we had to go through that like transition of being like, okay, what does that whatever. mean? Yeah. yeah. Throw it to the air. See how <laughs> it falls and be malleable. Did I say that right? Yes, I think you did. Okay. That's a hard one to
0: say. I know. I don't even know if I malleable. It malleable you did it better you did it better malleable there you go yeah okay (laughs) everybody now
1: everybody (laughs) malleable (laughs) oh god i'm like okay i just have a funny story it's just popped into my head and you know is it
0: an embarrassing story no it's not an embarrassing story
1: okay dang it dang Dang it i don't even know i always have embarrassing stories but no it was just malleable reminded me (laughs) i came across this monkey (laughs) <laughs> on <laughs> what is up with me Adam? <laughs> i swear i just literally mm. I'm like everything so this 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 person this account has a pet monkey now i want a pet monkey so bad <laughs> and uh, and so i i came across and now i'm like going through every fucking video that they have and i'm like you're the cutest thing ever <laughs> um but one of the videos was like this monkey was given slime and was was, like they're so human Um, it's so crazy and it was just like this little guy was just like slamming it on the on the table and then like and then like stomping it out and then like bringing it back together and like that malleable like creating whatever it wanted to create it was and I'm like what the hell I'm like like this is like a little human it's like a
0: toddler baby (laughs)
1: <laughs> it's like this big, like just that little monkey had a had mm-hmm. um, um diaper and <laughs> literally lives and sits at the table and eats dinner with them. Aww. Yep. I'm like, I was just like, I didn't even know that this was a thing. I want a monkey.
0: <laughs> I didn't know this was, it's not actually actually not a nothing. thing. <laughs> I don't I don't think it's a thing, but you know, I've seen those videos where it's like you know, a horse comes into the, their house and it's just so like you know, joining them at the counter as they eat their it's breakfast cute. or like a pig in the house or like, I love it. I love it. It's like, so cute. Take the walls off. <laughs> take all the
1: walls off. I'm like, yeah, I follow this one account and she has a pig that literally lives yeah. in the house and <laughs> the pig touches those buttons to oh. talk, you know, those yeah. talking things that you can do with dogs. the dogs. Yep. And so the pig comes and we'll, you know, do this. And then they ended up rescuing a baby calf.
0: Aww, and, a cow,
1: uh, a cow, and literally it. the cow was inside the house, yeah, yeah up on the couch with them.
0: <laughs> I wonder, like, I need to know, um, like, how do they potty train these animals in the house, or do they just let them, like, you know, well, I guess it'd be like with your dog, right? Because you, well, I don't know, are they, I don't know. can you potty train a cow to go? Knock on the door to go outside. Out. No, know. <laughs> so crazy. I got. Yeah, like, I train my dogs to ring a bell if they have to go out. I love that. But like, can that you do that, that with the pig? Or yeah, like who? Well, if the pigs
1: go into the thing and saying "feed me," but pressing oh, yeah. that button. I guess they could say. They could say the bathroom. that. I don't know about the the cow. Like it was a calf, and, and a, you <laughs> I don't know. know
0: about the cow. <laughs> and it ended up having
1: to be like sent to a farm because it gets a bit too big. And
0: they rented their property, so. Oh. <laughs> Could you imagine having owning a property and like renting it out? And then all of a sudden you find out they've got barn animals living in the house with them. <laughs> I just thought, You guys, I guess you have to be more specific in the lease agreement. Oh
1: well, that's what I said to the boys this morning. I was like, cause I was showing them the, the, the video because he, the, this monkey likes whipped cream and Tanner likes whipped cream. So I was like, look, the monkey's like you, you're like the monkey. Um, and I was like, I wonder if, um,
0: If the strata would approve me getting a monkey, (laughs) I'm gonna go with no.
1: That's ridiculous.
0: (laughs) They're probably just on the fence with your bird, Charlie.
1: (laughs) Probably (laughs) a monkey. I'd be like, it's my pet. You didn't say no monkeys in the strata laws, (laughs) right? There's my loophole.
0: So you didn't I say
1: know. no monkeys. <laughs> you didn't say no monkeys. So I'm a lot of monkey. <laughs> yeah. I, actually, I was just going to hit up my sister because she likes to be, she likes to have a farm in her house yeah. and uh, she's got a ton of animals. Um, three guinea pigs, two birds, two dogs. Is that it? Maybe a That's gecko. A Maybe a gecko. I don't know. So a what?
0: Like a gecko? A what? A gecko? Okay, Okay what did you, you say get go no <laughs> I thought you're saying a get go get go that's what it no. sounded like get okay, go get go okay yeah you're just, just just
1: trying to catch me I'm me waiting last night.
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> you're good <laughs> yeah, it you're just good. it sounds different
1: so. I just bring two words together and I create my own word um, well what was the
0: word you created yesterday it was oh, I forget or was it in, Monday in no it
1: was yesterday in this oh yeah oh
0: yeah I know I can see it <laughs> but I literally brought two probably because it doesn't it's not a word that actually exists so <laughs> that's why we're having a hard time remembering what it was <laughs> oh
1: my god yeah so I was like you know what now I gotta try to convince my sister to get a monkey because
0: yeah she has a house and she owns it she can do whatever she wants she can do whatever she
1: wants and since she likes to have farm animals or whatever in her house she can get my niece it can would
0: live- love it yeah I can live through her Okay. Okay. Well, we should wrap this up. I think we talked about all we wanted to talk about in the in-between. We talked about what it means to be in the between, different examples of how you could be in between a death and a rebirth. One more example.
1: And I would say uh, the collective. I feel oh. as a collective,
0: so, yeah, we good are in one. the
1: in-between. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a good way to kind of end it off. It really does feel like we are in the in-between as a collective, mm-hmm. um, as a race, um, you know, a that human race, human race that we are like going through this shift and it's uncomfortable. And we are, you know, part of us is like, clinging to like before 2020 (laughs) Yeah, when life was like like so easy it seems so much easier yeah um and you know ever since then it feels like it's just been like shadow and something oh shadow trauma destruction all of it there's so much much polarity yeah. yeah and it just feels like it's never ending and so you know understanding that um we are in that in between and and it's meant to feel uncomfortable because yeah. how do we get to the other side without being made to feel uncomfortable so that we strive and we work for it? Yeah. Um, and so I think just having that compassion and understanding and remembering when you're seeing the news and you're seeing some of the stuff and just like being like, okay, but we are in the in-between mm-hmm. and we just need to exist.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. Definitely that's a big one.
0: Yeah, I like that. It's a good, good example. Yeah. Okay, we're done. Okay, see you later. See you later. (laughs) Well, thank you for joining us. You can find us on Instagram, um, on our website, in our community. All of the things are linked in our show notes. You can book readings with us. You can keep your eye open for the next courses that are coming up. I think it's gonna be Cash Records coming up soon. So We will, um, yeah, we we'll be you there. you on the flip side. All right. See you <laughs> next week.
1: Bye.